podcast listener, welcome to the Living Better Podcast, where you will get to hear stories, secrets, strategies, and tips to help you lose weight, get strong, and feel amazing. For more information about the Living Better Podcast, head on over to CrossFitHale.com slash podcast. All right, welcome back to the Living Better Podcast. I am Coach Jay, and I am here with Preeti, who is uh, one of our longtime members. And we're just going to talk a little bit today about kind of her experience, you know, what what it is like with all the things she has going on uh, coming in here and making it work. So um, I'll kind of introduce introduce you. So Preeti has been a member now, what, two and a half years? Uh, just over two years. Just over two years. And, um, and tell us about what life was like when you started. So what were you doing before you came in here? Um, before I started, uh, my youngest of three had just turned one. I had given myself a year to kind of sit on the couch, eat, eat what I wanted to eat. Before I had him, my routine was running and yoga. Right. So I tried to return to that. And being alone was, was like exercising alone just wasn't working for me. There was no motivation. Right. And so that's when, before I even came into Hale, I just went online and registered for the month of fundamentals. Right, right. So I just decided to do something different and get out. Right, right. That's that's interesting, actually. Um, we've got a five-month-old and, you know, I'm talking to my wife and it's like, it's hard to leave the house with the, with the little one, especially mm-hmm. if you've got multiple little ones. Oh, yeah. Because you're just like, you're managing nap schedules and you're just taking them here and there and like, you don't really make time for anything other than taking care of them. No, and I think the deeper you get into motherhood, you prioritize yourself less. Maybe I should speak for myself. I prioritized myself less and put so much into them. Yeah. And then I lost myself. Right. I was feeling like there there was no way to do anything for myself. Yeah. Because yeah. they're the priority. So. Yeah. So you had a <clears throat> you had a, a one-year-old at the time and your other kids were? Three what? and five. Three and five. Right. And so three boys at home. Yep. Right. Uh, <laughs> trying to do yoga and running with three kids at home, I can imagine must have been impossible. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah, holding one of the kids while you're doing like downward dog and stuff, right? right? <laughs> Trying to find a quiet place to do yoga wasn't happening. Yeah. And I did everything. I tried to do it at night when they slept. And um, yeah, it got to the point where I was just feeling like I never left the house. Right. And right. so. And so and so now you, um, you are uh, a teacher. I am by day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're also a student. I'm also a student by night. <laughs> and you still have the three boys. You haven't gotten rid of I any of them. still have the three kids right? and a husband. Right. And do you still manage to make it in here? I do. I, In honesty, I went through the month of September was a huge transition for me. When I started working full-time, going to school at night, and managing kids' schedules, um, I had said before I started work that I was going to continue coming to Hale four days a week. Right. Because my regular plan was five or six days a week. Um, And over September, there were weeks where I came once a week. And then if I came three times a week, I was really proud of myself. Right. But being back at work, I mean, it's like typical work thing. So there's a lounge and there is a constant flow of food that I shouldn't be eating. There are different kinds of stresses happening with work and school and family. Right. And I started to make excuses. So I started to say things like, well, I go to school and I work and I'm out of the house for 16 hours. I can eat a donut. It's not going to hurt me. Right, right. Well, and it doesn't the first couple times. But then <laughs> the over the month, <laughs> the month of September, um, 
more than my clothes feeling uncomfortable, I started to go back to feeling the way I felt two years ago before I started at Hill. Mm. So I was feeling um, like moodier, snappier. I would, I just would reach a limit of like frustration really quickly. Yeah. 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 So this is part of why I wanted to chat with you. I've seen you kind of go from like not really doing this kind of training to kind of really going all in and making a lot of really great results. I mean, you, you got, you know, you got your pull-ups, you were, you know, participating in competitions, you know, you're doing all kinds of things you've never done before. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know if that contributed to, but you know, now you started, you decided to take on these new challenges, like, okay, now I want to go back and teach and you're getting working on a teaching degree. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, taking on these new challenges, it sort of throws a big monkey wrench into mm-hmm. your plan to be the fittest woman on earth. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it it did throw a big wrench into it. Yeah, and the thing is, is for two years, Hale was my happy place. This this is, and it still is. But that was what I coming here is what I did for myself. Yeah. So that hour, and then you know when I was part of the nine a.m. crew, it was usually like an hour and a half right. where I'd get to be here and just be selfish, spend time on myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's kind of, I mean, that's very common. Like when people get started, once you kind of get over the initial hump of like, I'm scared of everything and you know, I can't do anything. Then you start to find a routine that works and you, you kind of, you get more out of it than you're, than you're putting in. Definitely. Um, and that's when you start to really see the results. The reason, again, I wanted to talk to you is like now having all these extra challenges, how do you make it work? to keep coming in here. I mean, this is what this, this is Tuesday, right? Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. This is the second time this week. Um, I know I saw you this weekend. So now <laughs> things have changed. Wednesdays and Thursdays are my days off. Right. So I'm here Friday through Tuesday. So I'm still getting five days a week in. Right. Now. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> um, so really honestly, I hesitated signing up for a challenge mm-hmm. because I've done like four challenges here and I know how tough they are. And in the end, I decided to do it because one, I always get results. Mm-hmm. And two, it's kind of like hitting a reset button for me. Right. Um, so you, you're talking about the no excuses the challenge. The no excuses challenge, yeah, yes. So you, you basically like make sure that you're eating well, you make sure that you're sleeping, make sure that you are um, showing up for the gym five days a week yeah. and working on your mobility over the course of October. We've been doing that. Yeah. So for me, that was an easier way to reset. It was to make a mindful commitment mm-hmm. that I'm going to spend 28 days and I'm going to refocus and figure out a way to make it work. And the first week and a half was tough. And before it started, I made new goals for myself. So previously it was that I wanted to get seven hours of sleep. And so with everything that I have going on in my life now with this no excuses challenge, my goal was a minimum of eight hours of sleep mm-hmm. because I felt like I really needed the rest and what I found with most challenges is the the good sleep is the hardest part for me. Mm-hmm. So the good sleep, food I've pretty much gotten down over the last two years. And then the other tough part was making it in here. Mm-hmm. So I went back to basics. And when I first started at Hale, I wouldn't look at workouts. And what I would do is on Sunday night, I would sit down with my husband and we would do a calendar and I would tell him and we'd figure out together what days I could come in and at what times. Mm. And then I'd go in online to the schedule and I would just sign up for those classes at those times. Right. So I was committed in a way. Right, right. So I started doing that again this month. Yeah, that's great. 
Uh, you know, and what's your goal? Did you have a specific like fitness goal or was it just like, I'm going to, you know, show up this amount of times? It was mostly showing up. But what I've noticed now that we only have a few days left in the challenge is in October when I started, because I had let things go like August and September, um, I was doing burpees where I was having to step down and step up, mm-hmm. which I haven't had to do since I first started. Right. And now I'm back to, to doing them pretty quickly. Like I can throw myself down and hop back up again. Yeah. And as much as I hate doing burpees, it's it's so much nicer to get 10 done in like 20 or 30 seconds rather yeah, yeah. than like struggling through them. And so yeah. there, I didn't have solid goals aside from just getting in here. Yeah. But it's nice that I see the results in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. Like the burpees. And that's actually one thing I've always admired about you, Preeti, is like you, you may have specific goals like I want to lose weight or I want to get this thing but like more important to you is just the consistency yeah and just like okay I'm going to stick with this and I'm going to keep doing it I'm going to be here these days and the rest kind of shakes out yeah you know know if you reach the the consistency goal then like you'll get the other goals right yeah and I think that's that's the part that I find amazing about this last month is like you know you having all the commitments that you've had being able to get in here five five days a week and sleeping eight hours that's crazy like what have you had to give up to to do that nothing actually (laughs) (laughs) you had to give up something um so what i'm giving up are are things like i mean i guess time a little bit Mm -hmm. uh but it's more of being thoughtful thoughtful about how i spend my time Mm. it's i don't really i don't really feel like i'm giving stuff up um like you weren't watching Real Housewives or anything? No, before. I'm not a huge TV person. So, um, you know, I haven't read for fun. Mm-hmm. That So between school and work and coming to work out, I, I'm not staying up late reading for pleasure, which I do like to do. Um, I can do that in two years when grad school's over. Right, right. <laughs> I can return to it. Um, I've given up a little bit of time with my kids. Mm. Uh, I, you know... There are people who are helping us out with kids and my husband takes them on a little bit more. But I find that that just means that when I do have time with my kids, I make sure that it's quality time. Right. So it's the same thing with coming in here. I mean, even if I'm coming in five days a week, I now I've I've come back to the place where it's like that one hour a day is is a quality hour that I'm putting in. Right. Right. You're going at it with everything. Yeah. You I don't want to yeah. half-ass anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so it sounds like you're just being really more intentional with your time. Yeah. And I think, you know, the other thing that I uh, noticed there is like you, you talk about how you're sort of planning your time. <clears throat> and that's interesting. Like uh, one thing I notice, and we talk to a lot of people in here is that most people don't have a plan for their time beyond the next five days. Like that's, that's about the limit. If you want to schedule a meeting with anyone, for example, all you have to do is put it two, three weeks in advance and there's nothing on their calendar, right? <laughs> and I, I would guess that I would guess that you start looking a little bit further when you start planning your time. I, yeah? I do. So, I mean, that's probably a good and bad thing. That's part of my personality. Mm. I like to know what's on the horizon. Yeah. It's, um, but that's what works for me. It, it's like the organization helps me feel a little bit in control. Well, it's, it's the- true. It, you absolutely if you if you make a meeting for two weeks from now, you're the first person to to schedule that time, so you get to have the meeting. Probably, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, true. <laughs> so you you probably do have control just by looking a week or two ahead of time. Definitely. Yeah. 
and this i mean this is this is the thing like most people they kind of let things happen to them rather than sort of making mm-hmm. making those things happen um and once you decided like this is what i'm going to do then you just said okay well i know i'm going to have to plan right. for two three weeks ahead of time yeah. yeah i mean being here two years ago was like yeah i feel like it the signing up here put me on this trajectory to where i am now mm-hmm. because it was i i for the first time was setting goals and changing the way that I saw what a healthy life looked like. Mm. And ultimately it's, it's like the whole person just, it's not just like the physical fitness part. It's like, like spiritually and in my heart, how I feel as a person and as a mother and wife and how I'm fulfilling myself as a human and like what I'm doing as a part of my community. And it just spilled out all over every aspect of my life. Yeah. And it started with a month of fundamentals. It sounds really silly, but it was Yeah. It was it was being able to put something down on paper saying that I'm just gonna try it for a month or I'm gonna plan out a month. Plan a month. Yeah. And seeing that you could accomplish so much if you just organize a little bit. Have you had did you not conduct your life that way before? Um you know, being here it, it's there's a certain amount of accountability. So I think that's, I I mean, I did it on my own when I did yoga and running, but you know, like there are things like when I, when I ran my best mile time, when I ran the half marathon was a like little bit under 11 minutes Hmm. and being at Hale, even though I never, ever intentionally trained for running, I actually avoid, avoid workouts that have running in them. You know, my, I can run a mile in under eight minutes. Yeah. But it's not something I've trained for. So it, it started to make me realize that there's like a holistic way of looking at things in here. You come in and you put in the work and it does affect many different facets of your life. Right. Whether it's how fast you run a mile or how mindful you are of the rest you get at night or what kind of food you're putting in your body. Right, right. So how's your energy level now? <clears throat> You've been three, four weeks into the challenge. You're doing all these things. Um, my energy level is actually much better than it was three weeks ago. Mm. Uh, I have had to squeeze in a couple extra meals because mm-hmm. I'm finding that with the being back to five times a week working out and then everything else going on, I just need to feel better. Yeah. Um, th- like I said, eight hours of sleep really helps. I think the nights where I don't get as much, it's seven and a half hours, which I think for most people is good. Yeah. So, um, but my energy's up. Yeah. Definitely better than it was three and a half weeks ago. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's interesting. And, and I think... There's really, this is one of those things that you kind of have to make, not the center of your life, but you have to make a priority mm-hmm. rather than f- trying to fit it in around everything else. Yeah. You know, it's like when, when it all, when it all comes down to it, like you have to live in your body. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you don't take care of your body, like you're not going to be able to take care of all the other things outside of your physical body. Yeah. And so how you feel impacts everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you, if you're finding something that will help you feel better, then you got to go and, and do that thing. Yeah. So, um, okay. So what, if, if somebody coming into this, so imagine yourself like three years, three years ago mm-hmm. or two, two years ago now, somebody coming into this, you know, they're coming in with like, they're busy, you know, they have a bunch of kids. They're kind of where you were two years ago. What kind of things would you would you suggest to that person uh, as they were kind of getting started, or you know, whether it's this program or any other kind of program mm-hmm. to take care of their physical health? Um, 
One, I would say definitely plan, Mm -hmm. plan and prioritize. And then I think the biggest thing is that there's definitely a factor of fear involved. It's like a fear of something unknown, right? And I feel like the best thing you can do for yourself is to meet that fear. Like come and challenge yourself and just see what happens. It's like, what, what do you have to lose? Right. I mean, you can try and you're going to fail, but is it the end of everything? No. Yeah. I mean, try it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you, Preeti. Yeah. Uh, it's really valuable hearing your experience here. And, um, you know, this is part of why I wanted to talk to Preeti is because I think a lot of people have the same situation that she's in, whether it's, you know, a job that makes you work 15 hours a day or just tons of studies or whatever. And, you know, I think a lot of us can learn from her example of just really prioritizing her health um, and not necessarily worrying about what the scale says, but just how you feel. Um, and so, you know, taking that and kind of applying that lesson to your life mm-hmm. is going to make everything else easier. Oh, yeah. So thank you so much. Thanks, Jay. Thank you for listening to the Living Better Podcast. For more info or notes about the show, head on over to CrossFitHale.com slash podcast. See you next time.